Morning prayer begins on page three of the Christmas Tide booklet. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia. Unto us a child is born. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Together the Isaiah Canticle. O Lord, I will praise thee, though thou wast angry with me. Thine anger is turned away, and thou didst comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord God has become my salvation. Therefore with joy shall ye draw water out of the wells of salvation. And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings among the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry and shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 27, on page 371. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? When the wicked... Even mine enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. Though an host of men were laid against me, yet shall not my heart be afraid. And though there rose up war against me, yet will I put my trust in him. One thing have I desired of the Lord, which I will require. Even that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to visit his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his tabernacle. Yea, in the secret place of his dwelling shall he hide me, and set me up upon a rock of stone. And now shall he lift up mine head, above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his dwelling an oblation with great gladness. I will sing and speak praises unto the Lord. Hearken unto my voice, O Lord, when I cry unto thee. Have mercy upon me, and hear me. My heart hath talked of thee. Seek ye my face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. O hide not thou thy face from me, nor cast thy servant away in displeasure. Thou hast been my succor. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord taketh me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the right way because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over into the will of mine adversaries. 
For there are false witnesses risen up against me, and such as speak wrong. I should utterly have fainted, but that I believe verily to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. O tarry thou the Lord's leisure. Be strong, and he shall comfort thine heart, and put thou thy trust in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> Here begins the 56th chapter of Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, Keep justice and do righteousness, for my salvation is about to come, and my righteousness to be revealed. Blessed is the man who does this, and the son of man who lays hold on it, who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Do not let the son of the foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord speak, saying, The Lord has utterly separated me from his people. Nor let the eunuch say, Here I am a dry tree. For thus says the Lord, To the eunuchs who keep my Sabbaths and choose what pleases me, and hold fast my covenant, even to them I will give in my house and within my walls a place and a name better than that of sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. Also the sons of the foreigner who join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord to be his servants. Everyone who keeps from defiling the Sabbath and holds fast my covenant, even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. The Lord God who gathers the outcasts of Israel says, Yet I will gather to him others besides those who are gathered to him. Here ends the first lesson. Together today in Ladamos. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, 
and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here begins the first epistle of John. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled concerning the word of life. The life was manifested and we have seen and bear witness and declare to you that eternal life, which was with the father and was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Jubilate Deo. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with the song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. <clears throat> we are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen.
O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has given us thy only begotten Son to take our nature upon him, and, as at this time, to be born of a pure virgin, grant that we, being regenerate and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit. Through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither running any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. We are continue on in Christmas tide, the twelve days of Christmas that run from Christmas Day until uh, the day before the Feast of Epiphany, um, which will be uh, the Eve of Epiphany is next Friday. Next Friday night we're having a mass and a celebration. Hope people can come down for that. So we had the three saints' days: Saint Stephen's, Saint John's, Holy Innocence, and now. Our lessons will revert to more general incarnational themes. And the, <clears throat> the lesson from St. John is significant for this theme of incarnation. And it, what he says in this beginning of his epistle kind of highlights um, both the incarnation, its reality, and also the sense of what we might call um, apostolic succession, what that means of the handing on of this sort of tangible faith. He, he says... Um, and it echoes, this is First John, this echoes kind of the teaching that comes in John's Gospel, John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. <clears throat> but this makes it, <clears throat> this applies to kind of the church setting. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, we've heard, we've heard from him, we've seen with our eyes, we've looked upon, and the distinction between seen and looked upon, looked upon has a more sense of contemplated thought deeply about. We've seen Christ, we've seen the incarnate Son of God, and we've contemplated, we've looked at his meaning. And our hands have handled, we've touched him, because the word is made flesh. This is not a, a Gnostic, spiritual, just merely spiritual idea. This is the word made flesh. And so life was manifested, revealed, and they've seen it. Now, and then it turns, so, and we bear witness and declare to you. <clears throat> so the Apostle John was there an eyewitness to, to the incarnation, saw that, and now he's bearing witness to the community, declaring to it, this is eternal life. Um, and see, they've seen and declared, that's the handing on of the true faith. And then the purpose is that, that we may have fellowship uh, uh, with him, with the apostles in this true faith, that when we receive <clears throat> the faith of, of the word made flesh, we believe uh, Jesus, the Son of God. We have fellowship, koinonia, with the Father and with the 
you know, with the church throughout ages who hold, hold on to this faith. And then it goes on to talk about our walk. The way that this is, is made, made clear is that we, uh, if we, if we have fellowship in, we, we walk in the light of his fellowship and we are not in the darkness. And this is something that John picks up in his epistle where people who claim to believe in, uh, Christ, but leave the fellowship and get involved in kinds of behaviors and activities that are not consistent with that. He makes it clear that in this uh, passage that walking um, in the light does not mean having moral, sinless moral perfection, because if he says we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. The truth isn't in us. <clears throat> but if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us. And this has the sense of ongoing repentance that as we walk in the light, all the things that are amiss in our lives will be revealed to us, will be led into greater confessions and greater self-knowledge. We'll, we, like John, will we'll contemplate. Uh, we think of sort of the sacramental idea. We, we actually handle and contemplate and think, of, think upon the Son of God. We see him more clearly. And in his light, we see ourselves more clearly. Um, and that leads us to better confessions and a growing experience of forgiveness. And so that's kind of the, 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 the sense of the Christmas faith, receiving from the apostles the testimony of the incarnate Lord. Isaiah picks up, uh, interestingly, this theme of Sabbath. He, first of all, he, he gives us implication of the universality of the gospel, that people who are thought to not qualify, eunuchs who can't be blessed with children in the Old Covenant sense, uh, and foreigners, if they join themselves to the Lord, will enjoy the blessings. And he makes this point about Sabbath, which seems a little, you know, hard to know how to apply for us. But I, I think part of the sense of this is that the importance of keeping the Sabbath was that Israel honored God by stopping its commercial endeavors. And part of the error of Israel that sent it into exile was they, they, they stopped honoring God and the Sabbath became just like any other day and it just, just for commerce. And, and there was never a way that they stopped the business of life to honor God. And we kind of see this in even the Christmas season in the way that, um, you know, for Chris, for the world, the Christmas season is really a big shopping season. It's really all about the economic impetus to go buy things. And it's over at Christmas because once we get into the 12 days, there's the, the companies don't have any economic impetus. And that's kind of one of the glories of Christmas is we enter the 12 days. We're past the kind of fever of preparation. We can just sort of sit in the glory of the incarnation, free from the concern of how we make a profit. What we do, we just rest in Christ. And so this is a, the sense of Sabbath for us of is that way of having space in our life where we just honor God for God's sake. It's, it's why you know, being with the church on the Lord's Day, it isn't strictly an Old Testament Sabbath, but the honoring of God for his own sake, quite apart from the economic gain we're going to get from it, is is the way we honor God. We show we we're able to put aside worldly things because God is first. And that's one of the significance of worshiping God on the Lord's Day. The first day, we take the first part, like we do with all of our lives, the tithe, and the, <clears throat> we honor God first with our time. And it orders everything, and the blessing of God comes out at sort of 
Sabbath-oriented. We enter into the rest first, and then our life flows out of that. And so um, some thoughts about Christmas time like that, of entering into the joy of the Incarnation, the joy and the peace, and disconnecting. That's really, again, for us as a church, the community. The world doesn't see it this way, but for us to enter in just the joy of the 12 days of, of the Incarnation of God being with us for his own sake, not for what we can get from it or, or what we can profit from it. So let us continue to enter into the joy of the season of incarnation. We'll continue with uh, a form of intercession on page 11 of the booklet. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed, and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, that unworthy servants, to give thee most humble and hearty thanks, for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, Give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Grace for our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you all. Have a blessed fifth day of Christmas. Happy Merry Christmas, everybody. Bye today. Thank you.